Hi, Tess Z here. Today I'm doing a segment on health and fitness. And I think that spirituality and whatnot are important to, well, at, at least 60-80% of the world. And I was wondering if you would be kind enough as to give your thoughts or understanding um, regarding spirituality and perhaps even God. This is a topic that genuinely fascinates me and and I'd be honored if you could share your views. Thank you. And remember, heck is where you go when you don't believe in gosh. Hey Barbara, do you know if Anchor works with Apple Watch? Because I got an Apple Watch, but I don't ever use it. But I I think I would use Apple Watch if it worked on Anchor. Hmm. Hi Barbara Z here. One last one before the next <laughs> could we try to pull people together to get anchor to make a shuffle feature because a shuffle feature of your favorites or just a shuffle a random shuffle uh, would be awesome and I think it would also speak to what the real Kurt Smock was talking about where you know you, you can't just have this phone in your hand all the time but if you could just sort of set it aside and let it do its thing and then use an Apple watch to respond ooh ooh I think we're on to something here so yeah let's everybody let's band together and try to make it happen Please, Anchor. Please, pretty please. Hi, Maya Z here from Integrity Radio. And I would like to request a shuffle feature. Please, please. I, I can't listen to everybody. I can't, like, stand there at the phone and, and, you know, flip through different people. I need a shuffle feature to do that so I can hear all these people. Someone told me I'm, I'm favorited too many people, but... Man, no, I just want to shuffle and like kind of just drop in on all those people. Um, man, that would be so helpful in the listening department. Um, I have no complaints in the recording department. But uh, yeah, the listening department, very difficult. Shuffle, please. Super, super please. Shuffle. <laughs> All right. And if there's a way that we can vote on that feature, I don't know. I heard there's a way of voting, but I don't know how you would do that. So can I have, can I put that up for vote? <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Awesome job. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Hey, Art Speaks. Thank you so much for calling in and fulfilling my request. And I just want people to kind of openly share this sort of thing out loud and you're certainly not going to be ridiculed on this station I think that a person should not ridicule another person's belief unless they're being asked to and that includes a person trying to force a religion upon another person you know, then you're just asking to be ridiculed. 
but I asked Art Speaks to share this with me. As a former Christian, I can truly say that believing in God is not a choice. Belief in God is not a matter of reason or logic. Art Speaks, I am inspired by your story and I, it, it gives me hope that there are others out there just like you that are going through that same process. Now, I'm not pushing for atheism or agnosticism or any other religion or philosophical method of thought. Each person has to find their way. And we can help them if asked, but you still, each person has to find their way, whatever that might be. Of course, interjecting religious belief into political policy is an absolute no-no. I guess we'll take care of that eventually. And with religious extremism mixed with a good dose of terrorism on the rise, it would be very smart for us to appropriate our beliefs and essentially put people before ideas. So again, thank you, Art Speaks Radio, for, um, for sharing that with me. And go listen to Art Speaks Radio. Okay, I have a serious listening dilemma here on Anchor. I have about 156 favorites. I don't know if that's a lot or not. Maybe you could let me know how many favorites do you have? And I can't possibly listen to all of them. Not at all. I'd be lucky if I can listen to about three or four of you in a day. But my game plan was to get as many, uh, favorite as many stations, and then be able to shuffle through you guys and to be able to hear all these different voices. Especially voices with a lot of content. I know I have a lot of content some days and it must be impossible to get through my content. So I'm at a crossroads here. What do I do? Do, do I sort of just keep wishing and praying for a shuffle feature? Or do I start thinning out the herd so I can even attempt to listen to you guys. Uh, the method I use right now is I will listen to my most engaged listeners because if people are willing to listen to me then I certainly uh, am willing to listen to them. And of course I listen to people that echo my segments. This way I can hear what their reply to my segment is. And of course, listening and posting call-ins. And last, and probably least, the uh, shout-outs. I'm just guess I don't really get many shout-outs. But I've given a good amount of shout-outs. <clears throat> That's alright, I have a philosophy of giving more than receiving. That way you don't have to carry anything home. So I don't know, maybe it's a limitation of anchor. Uh, or maybe... <clears throat> It's a force of paradigm change. You know, instead of the whole paradigm of, of 
just shotgunning, trying to get a, as many people into your social network as possible for business purposes or whatever. Um, and then the paradigm of just using a social network real realistically, which I like. I think that's a really proper way to do it. You know, do you really have 300 Facebook friends? Do you really? Come on. Yeah, I can easily count my friends on one hand. And uh, so maybe it's a shift more towards that sort of realistic social network paradigm. If so, I've got about 150 people that I need to unfavor. So what do you think? How do you do it? Do you, uh, uh how, how many friends do you have? Or friends, how many favorites do you have? How many stations do you listen to in a day? Have you called up Maya and requested a shuffle feature? So yeah, I mean, I really think that I'm going to have to get rid of my favorites just so I can listen to anchor like a regular radio without having to, you know, flip through the stations manually. And I love anchor, but I think that this is not good for anchor to not have a shuffle feature because then you can't have as many favorites. And with just, oh, five of your friends paying attention to you, I, d I don't know, I, I don't think a, a, an app is needed for that. I think most people on this app have something to say and want people to hear it. But then again, maybe that small handful of people is the whole idea. Let me know what you think. This has uh, really gotten me scratching my head. All right, Anchorites, this is Z from Integrity Radio. Okay, more Anchor problems. I can't unfavor it. Yeah, I press the little star and it doesn't unfavor it. Makes noises, goes away, then just comes back. So, uh, hmm, I guess I should make a call to Maya.
Integrity Radio listeners, this is a community service announcement. Many people are confused regarding the definitions of the terms asshole and dick. So I'm just going to talk briefly about those terms and their definitions. An asshole is in the back and typically in the dark. It can't really see where it's going. And like an opinion, everyone has one. A dick, on the other hand, is right out front. It can see exactly what it's doing. For example, used as a metaphoric expletive, we could say that person is an asshole, meaning they don't understand what they're doing. They don't realize they're in the dark and behind. Or that person is a dick, meaning they're doing things purposely. You know, they're right up front about it. So there you have it, your community service factoid. Integrity Radio. Gratitude is not the same thing as appreciation. Of course, you probably know that because, well, they're two different words. But I think those two terms are often mistaken. The usual advice is to wake up and have gratitude. And I really think that that's the wrong word. You need to wake up and appreciate. And you say, well, it's a semantic. Yes, but they're words and they have meaning. I can't help but to conjure up visions of gratuity, being gratuitous, right? The act of showing gratitude would be gratuity. You know, as if you owe somebody something for being alive. It's as if someone has done something for you and now you owe them. And understand, this has nothing to do with religion or God, or at least not directly. It stands to reason for me that if you, even if you believe in God, that you would want to appreciate that which God gives you. I would think that God would be too great for a tip, for gratitude, human gratitude, really? As if God were your waiter. Now listen, I know what people mean when they say certain things, so I'm not picking at that. What I'm hoping to do is to get us to use the language that we mean to use. And there's probably a lot of reasons why we inadvertently use the wrong words. Or perhaps it is a character flaw or represents a character flaw. However, I think it probably more so represents an education level. Or in my case, a laziness to find the right word in your brain. So yes, we are forced to go and roll with what's, I believe, called the vernacular. Or in other words, the common usage. But I really do think that words matter. If you're going to sit down and have an intelligent discussion, then you do have to use 
use the right words. Otherwise, goddamn, fuck it. You see? Couldn't possibly literally mean that. Like, I would never damned God. Uh, nor would I ever try to uh, have sexual intercourse with such a thing. So, um, so I'm sorry. I'm just trying to point out that mixing words can be dangerous if you're trying to have an intelligent discussion. Hopefully this is case in point. Integrity Radio. Hi, this is Z. I want you to experience a bright and beautiful world. A place that celebrates the little things in life. I want you to focus your attention on what is pleasurable, nurturing, and that which sustains your life away from events that are annoying, frustrating, or hurtful. Practice gratitude for those everyday things that are easy to take for granted or missed altogether in a bright, beautiful world. What the hell do you think you're doing? Dragging your butt through the day, selling body and soul to a bunch of bland normals, acting stupid so they'll think you're one of them, tired of getting all of the guilt, but none of the sex? There is a simple answer, dear friend. A glowing beacon of slack amidst the turmoil and darkness. It's J.R. Bob Dobbs, the living slack master in his church of the subgenes. Bob brings a new destiny for the abnormal. For Bob comes to justify our sins, to unmask the conspiracy, and to get us back the slack they stole away. It's us versus them. Are you going to fry in hell on earth alongside the pink boys? Or will you pull the wool over your own eyes and accept Bob into your mind? Repent, quit your job, slack off, and praise Bob! Church of the Subgenius Eternal Salvation or triple your money back. There are occasions in history where we were once satisfied with supernatural explanations. For epilepsy, for example, we thought it was demonic possession. I mean, the founder of the Protestant Church uh, actually wrote down that uh, diseases were caused by, by evil spirits and that uh, physicians were fools for trying to teach them as if they arose from physical causes. Okay, so now we have germ theory to replace that. And of course the, the volcano gods leading to uh, tectonic movement and all the beliefs that we used to have about the comets and the motions of the star, now we know about astronomy. And each of the times that we actually made progress didn't happen until we rejected the supernatural explanation and started looking for the real answer. And in every occasion, the real explanation once discovered was a whole new field of study not previously imagined. So it isn't just that the answers are better, it's that, it's that the questions have value. Because we are going to find an answer, not make one up. The one we've made up have always been wrong. 
Bridgekeeper, I'm not afraid. What is your name? Sir Robin of Camelot. What is your quest? To seek the Holy Grail. What is the capital of Assyria? I don't know that. Stop. What is your name? Sir Galahad of Camelot. Is your quest? I seek the grail. What is your favorite color? Blue. No. <laughs> Stop. What is your name? It is Arthur, King of the Britons. What is your quest? To seek the Holy Grail. What is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? What do you mean? An African or European swallow? Huh? I I don't know that. Who did know so much about swallows? Well, you have to know these things when you're a king, you know. Do you regret any of the targets you chose? Like, I mean, who needs to attack Mother Teresa? It's very important to attack Mother Teresa. Why? Well, for the same reason that people admire her, which is you have to care about the, the millions of people who are stricken by um, millennial poverty. I mean, poverty of the sort that's almost impossible to escape from. Uh, that was her pretended concern. Now, as it happens, well, it her fault. I'll put it no, by no means. Well, uh, you say that, but... Um, it wasn't her fault that people were in poverty. No, not in the first place. But as it happens, I, I'll, I could go on a length about this, but uh, summarize it in one, one uh, statement, which I think is pretty hard to refute. The, the best known cure for poverty we've come up with is something called the empowerment of women. 
if you give women control over their cycle of reproduction, you don't keep them chained to an animal cycle uh, of annual pregnancy and so forth. And you give them, if you, if you can add to that by throwing in a handful of seeds or some credit, you'll have done very well. Nowhere where that's tried does it not work. You'll see, in an instant, Mother Teresa spent her entire life campaigning against that. She thought that contraception and abortion were morally equivalent and that abortion was murder. Now, that's not what Calcutta needs, and I think her teachings and preachings were actually counter to the cause that she's supposed to represent. So I thought it was very important to point that out. And to be clear about what you're talking about here, you're talking about the Bible and the Quran. Yeah, well, and the, and the Torah, yes. Yeah. All of these are works of fiction. All of these are depraved works of man-made fiction, yeah. And in what way does saying that you find the Quran laughable, laughable, laughable in places, in what way does that help the spread of reason? Oh, well, I think mockery of religion is uh, one of the um, most essential things. Because to demystify a supposedly holy texts that are dictated uh, by God and show that they are man-made, what you have to show their in internal inconsistencies and absurdities. And one of, the, one of the beginnings of human emancipation is the ability to laugh at authority. It's, a, it's, it's an indispensable thing. People can call it blasphemy if they like, but they, if they call it that, they have to assume that there's something to be blasphemed, some divine word. Well, I don't accept the premise. Sun Tzu says, when you surround the enemy, always allow them an escape route. They must see that there is an alternative to death. Hey everybody, Z here. I want to talk to you about content. Content, content, content. That's a uh, Brady Bunch reference. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Content, content, content. You know, the buzzword is content is king. However, it's not what I'm seeing. I'm not seeing a lot of content out there. What I'm seeing a lot of is repetition, copies. I'm not seeing unique perspective. I'm hearing echoes and distortion of the same old thing. Well, my teenage boys uh, got in a little bit of trouble for a project that he did at work. He since has made up for it. Um, but the problem was he didn't understand what plagiarism was. I mean, he knew he was maybe doing a little something sneaky, taking a shortcut. He didn't really understand the... Um, profoundness of plagiarism. In his case, it could have gotten him thrown out of school. But it kind of goes beyond that. You really retard your growth and the development of your unique perspective when you waste your time putting effort into echoing and repeating and copying rather than listening and thinking and digesting and then asking. I sort of blame this on the indoctrination of belief where we hear something that resonates with us 
and therefore take it as truth and then embrace it as our own. It would be nice if these days content could be measured by unique perspective rather than mere popular vote. And forget populism and individualism. Those are polarity. Perspectives of division. One begets the other. Content, true content, comes from honest perspective. And that perspective may not be polished. It might not come in well-crafted verbiage. As in painting, your perspective may communicate with a mere brush stroke. Renoir said something to the fact that the painting, or rather no single element of a painting can be isolated that makes the painting a piece of art. And I can't help but to go back to Anchor and how awesome Anchor is in helping to achieve this goal. To help us refine our thinking processes by not only listening to ourselves, but listening to others. Not just the words, but the, the inflection, the, the tone. the pauses and the expletives. You know, most people are just proliferating content. They're not developing content. They're not developing their, your, their own unique perspective. Now, I'm not talking about echoing content on Anchor. I, that's awesome. What I mean is echoing the status quo is far from being unique. So before you decide to run off and sell your latest epiphany, do your research, develop your content, ally yourself with those that have done the work. Integrity Radio. This next song goes out to Ronnie, the love of my life. Life is so precious and the loss of life is so devastating. Okay, ready guys? Yep. One, two, one, two.
today's segment is all over the place today. dabbled in the spirituality and complained about technology. So 
really, we really followed any topics or themes today. But. to check out more at www.sifuzi.com Also check out Sifu underscore Z on Twitter. Thanks for listening.